Hello and welcome back to the Dash Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Gamers, joining you live from the Wonder Academy in near Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm with <laughs> Dr. Taylor D. Spencer, the multi-passionate educator, the owner of the Wonder Academy. And we've got some projects coming up to this summer and entrepreneur conference. So before we get into the episode, Taylor, um, I want to let everybody know to go to seleducators.com so you can learn more about the conference and you can learn more about what we've got going on. And with that said, Dr. Spencer, Dr. Taylor D. Spencer, yes, how you doing? Yes, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. This is a beautiful building you got 12 thank classes, you thank you got 100 you. kids it's nice yeah i appreciate that thank you for inviting me to the dad of this course. is cool my, it's all legit my pleasure we had a chance to meet at the south carolina association for black school educators yes scabsy scabsy mm -hmm. and at your booth I was like, yo, how you doing this? You're multi-passionate. What's this? What's that? Yeah. And we was like, you know what? We need to have a conference. Absolutely. I was like, I'm going <laughs> to hold like you. Just like that. Just like that. You're going to hold me accountable. <laughs> I'm going to hold you accountable. Yeah. And here we are making it happen. Mm -hmm. well, talk to me about your journey in education. How did you get to where you are now? You're a preschool owner. You're yeah. a multi-passionate educator. How did you get here? Well, that's a loaded question, right? Mm -hmm. so I take it all the way back. Um, I think... First and foremost, again, I just appreciate the opportunity. So I think it's really cool to be able to sit down and reflect upon your journey. Sometimes, like yeah. I was telling you before, um, the days just go by so quickly mm -hmm. and you're just like in it. And sometimes you don't really have time to reflect. So this is going to be very reflective for me. Yes. So thank you for that. Um, as far as my start, I um, growing up, uh, grew up in Bowling Springs, South Carolina. So shout out to 864 in South Carolina. How many Carolina. people live in Bowling Springs? Oh. Um, it's not that many, but the high school's really big. <laughs> okay. Like everybody goes to one high school. Gotcha. So I graduated with about 500 or so people. Okay, okay, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Well, we all funnel to one place. Yeah. That um, makes sense. So grew up in Bowling Springs. And as a child, I always said I wanted to be a teacher and a singer. Those mm -hmm. are my two. Like, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And so with that, I um, started doing that. I mean, I started like teaching everywhere I could, started teaching at church, doing all types mm -hmm. of things, but also singing throughout the community, um, singing at church, singing mm -hmm. at different talent shows, just really doing those two things a lot growing up. Um, and finally, when it was time to make a move to go to college, I went to school to be an elementary teacher. Mm. As an elementary teacher, I was really kind of um, trying to figure out how to do the whole singing thing while teaching. Right. Because right? once you get a job, it's kind of like that job takes over what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And um, so then I started to at that time, I had students who couldn't read. About half my class could not read, and they were not on a third grade level. So I decided to put the content into music. Mm. So it was kind of like God's way to gotcha. bring the two together yeah. and merge the two. So I started doing that, create music in the classroom, and started getting new opportunities. And from that, it's almost like I started to have a calling on my life to mm. transition from the classroom. But that was a very difficult season for me because I always wanted to be a teacher, right? And so like anything outside of that, it was kind of emotional to, to mm. like abandon what I thought, what I said I always wanted to do, but it was God's calling on my life to do still teach, but yeah. in just a broader, yeah. larger way. T take me back there, Taylor, to that transitionary period. There's a, a woman that said life happens between those transitionary yeah. moments, those in-between moments that mm -hmm. we usually forget about. But there's something to be said about hearing a call and answering the call. Absolutely. Everybody yeah. doesn't answer their call. So like, mm -hmm. talk to me about what, what was that like? You had the kids. They weren't in a good place to reading. You used your other gift mm -hmm. of singing. At what point did it become a um, a challenge for you internally or externally? Like, wow, sure. this is one passion, this is the other, but this is where mm -hmm. I need to go. So I'm gonna, I have to break through. What yeah, was that like yeah. for you? 
Um, I think it was. So, so ask me that question again, just in like a simpler yes, terms. Yes, yes, yes. So the, the basic question is what was, what were you wrestling with? What was it like sure. in that moment battling between one passion versus the other? Absolutely. That transition out basically. Yeah. I think it was more so like, um, it wasn't really like I didn't like the classroom, right? Like oftentimes mm-hmm. we hear teachers leaving the classroom because they don't like it or they're burnout or, you know, and yes, it was difficult, but I feel like for me, again, it was just God's calling to make me so uncomfortable mm-hmm. to where I had to do something different. And honestly, I didn't have a lot of clarity in that season as to why I was feeling uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So for example, I would go to work all day, teach, we would be lit, you know, singing with the kids, yeah, yeah, dancing yeah. on tables and chairs, having fun. Then I would go home and I would be sad. Mm. And so it was almost like this season of like confusion because I didn't really know why was I sad when I was doing what I always said I loved. I was incorporating what I loved. I was getting new opportunities outside the classroom. But what is this? Mm -hmm. And so honestly, I I dealt with that for about two years or so. And Mm -hmm. then from that, I realized that through that confusion was my uncomfortability to make a transition. Mm. And that's what God had to do, even in the midst of that season, to pull me out of the classroom to do and expand yeah. more things. That, that's good. That's a perfect answer. I know that was a tough yeah. question even for me to ask. It's a hard <laughs> yeah, thing yeah. to kind of say, but mm-hmm. in that you feel uncomfortable and there's some different saying like feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. Or when you think about magnetism, there's a positive charge, there's a negative charge. Sure. And in the middle, mm-hmm. there's the space and that space is where growth happens. Absolutely. So when you were in that, that trial, sometimes like the, the most painful things that you're going through mm-hmm. in your life, on the other side is the greatest success. Right, so exactly. you, you took me to back to that moment. Yep. And then what would you say were those steps to bust through the barrier? Cause mm-hmm. most people live the same year, 75 <laughs> times and call yeah, it a yeah. life. I, I know people that have been telling me they're going to do this or do that mm-hmm. for 20 years. Sure. Don't ever do it. Yeah. How did you, for two years you mm-hmm. went through it, but you broke through the right, ceiling right. and you, you made happen. What was your call? How did you take the next step? Yeah. So honestly, my step was very unorthodox. I don't think, you know, I don't necessarily recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I know my personality, you know, and when it's time to make a move and when you say you want to do something, you have to know yourself. And for me, I knew that if it, I, if I did not put myself in an uncomfortable position to make something else happen, mm-hmm. then I would never make it happen mm-hmm. to your point. Right. Mm-hmm. And so because I knew that about myself and I was always been very like confident in who I was at a very young age. Yeah. So from that, I knew that I had to leave the classroom to figure out this question mark. Yeah, yeah. And I honestly just quit on faith, um, zero dollars mm. and zero clients. And honestly, not even a very clear plan. I mm-hmm. had been doing lots of Googling and searching and just trying to find my next <clears throat> path. Yeah. But I was confident to do that in that early season of my life um, because I didn't have a family. Mm-hmm. I didn't have children. You know what I mean? I knew that it was just me. And so oftentimes, you know, I was blessed to get that transition yeah. and that feeling of un- uncomfortability yeah. in a season where me taking a leap was okay because mm-hmm. I knew that it would just be me. Yeah, right? it's not other people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's my journey. And I know that some people feel like they can't yeah. because they do have other responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my story. Mm-hmm. And and I thank God for being able to experience that in that season of my yeah. life because that also helped me to take the leap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's good, Taylor. That's good because you can you know, my dad told me that you have to build your resume till you're 30. And yeah. to me, that meant like just chase everything, mm-hmm. try everything out. And I invested. I want to talk about later, like I invested thousands in my sure, business sure. and in myself mm-hmm. to get the turnaround on investment right. six, seven years later. Yeah. And they say it's um, there's a story about a man that's going into a gas station and there's a dog on the porch crying mm-hmm. and 
The man goes in, he gets what he needs to get, and he comes back out, and the dog's still crying. So we asked the owner, what's wrong with your dog? Mm-hmm. He said, well, he's laying on a nail. And the, owner, and the man says, well, why doesn't the dog move if he's laying on the nail? And the owner said, it doesn't hurt bad enough yet. When it moves wow. bad yeah, enough, yeah. <laughs> he'll move. When it hurts yeah, bad yeah. enough, he'll move. Mm-hmm. And so that's the season that we end up getting to in life. So, Taylor, you make that transition. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at teachbetter.com slash podcasts, and we'll see you at the next episode. Breakthrough. It takes some time. We might go back there. Sure. But I, I see I won't be a kid forever. I see the tumble bus. Yeah. You got CDs. You got albums. Yeah, yeah. What happened after that? After you faced that uncomfortability, mm-hmm. you took it head on. What what came on the other side of that? Sure. Yep. So um, I wound up leaving the classroom, as I stated, I um, took a leap. And in that season of me, um, like, you know, not signing my contract to return to the classroom, I did go into like deep research because I Mm -hmm. wasn't crazy. Right. Mm -hmm. I I was a little crazy, but I knew I had to still make a living for myself. Um, And, you know, I realized that I still had to figure it out. So in the midst of that, I came across. Um, honestly, a Craigslist posting, mm. <laughs> this is so ridiculous because my searching was becoming very dramatic. Um, and somehow I came across a Craigslist posting that said something about the tumble bus in Greenville, South oh, wow. Carolina. And, um, I was like, tumble bus, like, what is that? The term just mm. caught my attention. So wind up looking into this business called tumble bus. Essentially you purchase a bus and you mm. kind of do what you need to do in your community. Yeah. Um, in this mobile way. Yeah. And so me being a teacher and really loving music, again, talking about the singing stuff, really loving um, literacy. I loved mm. children's books. And mm. that was my favorite thing as a teacher, sitting down in story time and reading stories, um, m- music, uh, music and in- in- movement is another thing. I was also an um, aerobic instructor. Okay. So all throughout college, again, <laughs> gotcha. multi-passionate, right? Like doing a lot of stuff, yeah. but it's the stuff I really love. Yeah. So I love like, going to work and then leaving and going to teach my aerobic classes. Mm. So from that, I realized I love music, movement, and literacy. Okay. So on this bus, I was like, if I get this bus, this is me in my planning phase. Um, I can then utilize this to teach children mm. music, movement, and literacy. Mm-hmm. And so I did it. I bought a bus. And that is the beginning of the journey. Wow. I didn't know how to drive a bus. Wow. I didn't, um, I don't even know why I bought this bus. To be honest, it's just like, what? <laughs> I remember the bus, they had to deliver it from Florida. Wow. I remember them uh, delivering it because I lived in a townhome community at the time. Mm. They delivered the bus to my um, parents' house back in South Carolina because there's like, you know, there's a place that the bus can yeah. go. There's no HOA, right? Yeah. So I remember driving home and my dad was like, your bus is here. And like, mm. how ridiculous is that? So I pull up and then there you go. It's legit a big yellow school bus okay it became tumble bus time Mm -hmm. and so i did that and i remember my first i was boots to the ground there was no marketing Mm. plan i had no team i had no staff i had no clients me the bus and faith yeah and that's what it became Mm -hmm. and that's how it started i became the teacher that left the public school on this bus News channels were stopping me at gas stations Mm. and trying to interview me. And I was just like, what is happening? (laughs) But it was so random that it caught attention. Wow. And so from that, I began to get opportunities Mm. and um, I started getting contracts. I started getting clients, parents, Mm. their kids loved it. They were signing their kids up. And that was wow. the first step of the journey that wow. led into many more things. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can have what you want. They say, write the vision, make it plain. Yeah. You, whatever you speak into existence, I've found that anything that I've asked for from God and from my life, I've received it. Mm-hmm. And in one way or another, in that due time, I've received it. And I think going back to 
your start, you know, I think it's important for folks to know, like that was your season. That was your phase. Right. Uh, Tupac said you got to get the ground beneath your feet and the wind behind <laughs> your back and go out in the blaze if you got to. He right, said you got right. till you're 26 yeah. to figure out what you're going to do with your life. Are you mm-hmm. going to live in the rat race or are you going to chase your dreams? Sure. And so you caught that dream mm-hmm. and you chased it. And I can definitely relate to it. I think I was 23 or 24 when I, I put my resignation in. Mm-hmm. I made $100, I made $400, and then I resigned from my job yeah. with no contract. But I think that's the thing, too. I, I, I was just as crazy as you because mm-hmm. I didn't have anything holding me back. I didn't right. have kids. I didn't have my wife. I was mm-hmm. just chasing. Sure. Um, what was my calling? But mm-hmm. I, I spent at least five thousand dollars in different courses to mm-hmm. try to invest in myself, right. speaking and business coaches. And then I also I, I emailed every school I remember, every college in the state of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I emailed about speaking with them. I gave over a hundred engagements for free yeah. um, as a public speaker, and it, it took me some time before I got that first client to be able to make things work, but it sure. did work. It did mm-hmm. happen. Um, and I've got those multiple passions now as well. And that's led up to six years Absolutely. of business for yourself as a multi-passionate educator. Yeah. That was the first mm-hmm. official endeavor. Right. Yeah. What happened after that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so beyond the bus, I literally created a business called Beyond Fit Kids mm. because quickly people started asking me to do things that were beyond the bus. Mm. And so that's where I got that term okay, from. So then okay. I opened up yet again, another LLC. I was like the LLC girl with like, you know, <laughs> 500. I'm pretty sure you can relate. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I opened up something called beyond fit kids. And then I, realized then that I would feel comfortable with getting off of the bus mm. and doing things for different schools. So a lot of my clients were preschools, daycares, okay. elementary schools, majority. Yeah. And they would say like, Hey, you know, like you're so engaging with the children. Can you come in and teach our, ch- our teachers how to be more engaging with the children? Mm. Or the songs you sing on the bus, we really like those. Um, and so from that, I realized in order for me to be more professional with my presentation, I needed to have like legit products. Mm. So that's when I began to um, publish books, mm. write kids music, things of Dang. that sort. So when I went to these opportunities that were coming from beyond the bus, yeah. I knew that I wanted to see more professional, right? Yeah, more value. Exactly. Yep. And so simultaneously, I went back to school to get a youth development leadership degree from Clemson. Um, and from that, I studied um, child development from infancy to 18. Mm. And through that, that program also enlightened me on there's more educational opportunities beyond the classroom. Right. right. Um, simultaneously, a key person in my um, path also was another very well-established author named Dr. Kimberly P. Johnson, mm. who showed me that what I was aspiring after that I didn't really know how to get to was possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so God put her in my path in that pivotal season. Again, everybody has a mentor, right? Yep. Everybody has a coach. Everybody needs a coach. Yeah. Um, and from that, it was just go time. She mm. helped me to publish my, we co-wrote my first published book. Mm. Um, and that was kind of like my open window that my Is name that could one? go. It was not, it's actually a different one. I don't have that one sitting here. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but she, she opened the window that your name could go in front of a book. And just, I remember receiving mm. the book. She like tossed it at me. I'll never forget. And I was like, yo, my name's on the front of a book. Yeah. That's all it took. Yeah. Um, and so that's what kind of jump started the training, the, mm. Writing kids books, writing kids music, writing curriculum books. That book is, is more so for teachers. The mm-hmm. first one that I'm talking about. So it just opened the window of opportunity. And then from that, I led into speaking Dang. and keynoting and, um, yeah. So that, that's, that's, that's chapter a, two, three, four, five. That's a real gem right there. When you <laughs> said that, um, oh man, you said that when you had the two, three, four, five, you had the chapters, the gems, 
Oh man, so we're talking about um, mentoring, coaching, mentoring, mentor. coaching. Yes. yes, when you're ready, your teacher will appear. Oh, the opportunity. Yep. Yes, the opportunity and that exposure because when you can create an opportunity like that, like you said, seeing that book. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I can remember getting the D1 scholarship or going to study abroad sure. yeah. or filing that first LLC. It's like, oh, this is real. Yeah, this is like, this some legitimacy right. to this. Right. I can do yeah. it. Um, that's excellent. So from there, chapter three, four, five, <laughs> then you get to six. Is Wonder right. Academy chapter six? Yes. So. Wonder Academy kind of became chapter six. So um, how it kind of happened, I'll transition it a bit. Um, I, I obtained some staff for mm-hmm. be Tumblebus and Beyond Fit Kids. Okay. And that kind of released me to, again, mm, brand reiterate. beyond that, I was able to do more speaking gotcha. and kind of release my hands on of the bus, if you will. Mm. Um, so then I was able to travel more and like really get new opportunities mm. for training and workshops. Um, and then that's when I have more time to finally write my third book. And um, from there, it's so many fuzzy details, but I do think the next major thing was, oh, it was enrolling in my doctorate program. Mm. So again, I'm a nerd and I like to just mm-hmm. keep the learning coming because you can never know too much. Yeah. Right. Um, and I remember as a little girl, I used to also speak that and say that I wanted to like, you know, obtain education at the highest level. I would mm-hmm. always speak that as a little kid, like mm-hmm. who does that? Um, but I just remember that. And I remember when it was time for that, I decided to enroll. Mm-hmm. So I started my doctorate program and then that's whenever it's once I took that leap, I realized that um, there was still more. Mm. And I think also something else to point out is in the midst of all of this, because some people can hear this story and be like, oh, well, good for you. Right. But I want to just like make it clear that to be called is hard. Mm. Right. So sometimes yeah. I would, you know, experience this phase of success and get these opportunities. But it would always be not necessarily my own internal willingness to want to do more. But mm. it was just like a desire it was yeah. it's so hard to explain yeah. it wasn't necessarily me saying i want to chase 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 it was more so it's like i need to do this yeah. like there is something that i need to go do i need to give these opportunities to these people because they need to do this in this season mm-hmm. and it's time for you to do this next thing but that's hard wow. because wow. i'm always just wow. like okay god something else again something <clears> else <throat> so i think i just wanted to put that caveat in there yeah. but it's not always easy mm-hmm. Well, and that I, you're right, Taylor. And that's why most people don't do it. Frankly, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that I, I've been telling a story recently. I went to the world championship of public speaking in 2016, five rounds of competition, 30 rounds of 30,000 contestants. The first two rounds, nobody showed up. Mm-hmm. I just won by showing up. Yeah, yeah. And so even when God calls something for you, when you have that drive, most people don't have it. Yeah. Most people aren't willing to do mm-hmm. it. And so you can look at you and say, hey, Taylor's special or Trey is special. No, we just do what we right. were asked to sure, do. Sure. Um, and since we're in the Bible, I like Ezekiel. His call was to blow the trumpet. If you blow the trumpet, when you see the enemy, anybody that doesn't listen, the blood yeah. is on their hands. Mm-hmm. If you don't blow the trumpet, it's on you. I have a call. I've got to do my part. Sure. You can show up. You cannot show up. Yep. You can listen. You cannot listen. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm here to do right. what I've been called to do. Yeah. And I, and I can certainly relate to that drive. It's not an option for me. Mm-hmm. You know, wake up and get it. You know, yeah. I haven't seen anything yeah. else from my family. Mm-hmm. What I know is grind, and I know that I'm not going to put my best dreams in a graveyard. I'm going to live them out, and I'm not going to say I wish I would have. I wish I could have, I could have spent, I would have spent, I could have spent. No, I'm going to, I'm going to live my life. It's going to be my choice. Mm -hmm. I remember the first time Taylor, I got a 2% raise at a job. Yeah. I said, oh no, this ain't, I don't know. Keep that 2%. I don't don't want it. Um, But I need the variety. I need the the consistency. Mm -hmm. And even just knowing that God's got me 
as I take these leaps, right. let me yep. let me hey, let me put my faith in you because mm-hmm. I I am confused right now, exactly. but with you I don't have to be. So sure. um, I love that Taylor. Yeah, so yeah. you you kind of already mapped it out in our conversation. But mm-hmm. what is a multi passionate educator? Yeah, so um, a multi passionate educator is essentially someone that works in education, right, in some capacity, Mm -hmm. but they also excel in other gifts and talents. And I think more people are multi-passionate educators than what they have ever been able to reveal. Mm. And I say that because oftentimes we get so caught up in being just an educator that you kind of lose sight of your other gifts. You lose sight of what you're Mm. good at. And it's it's almost like it's two separate bubbles when they don't have to be, you Mm. know, like in your educational space, you can bring those things in and it's probably going to lend you to more success and more fulfillment. Um, and so that's why I want to really just bring Mm. light to this concept. Mm. Um, so yeah. Thank you for answering that. I was actually from the, we did a little research like last week, a couple of weeks ago. And one of the questions, um, was centered around like finding time Mm -hmm. to work on your passion and being consistent. And I was like, you know what? You had to make time. Mm-hmm. And I started doing the math. I was like, okay, I spent nine hours at work. Mm-hmm. I was on the road <laughs> two hours. I slept five hours. This much time with family. Like, dang, that's 24 hours. I mm-hmm. really didn't have time yeah, yeah. to work my business. How do you do that? I, I, so nine hours at school. I had two hours of a commute. Now I got a family. Um, is it just like late hours or like, what do you have to be willing to do right. to chase those passions or give up yeah, for yeah. your passions? I think um, to kind of answer that question, I want to bring it back to like kind of like the journey where I'm at now, how you Mm -hmm. asked about, you know, what was the next step? So doctorate program in the midst of that, God brought me Wonder Academy. Right. Mm -hmm. And so a part of the answer to your question is I had to be okay with releasing Mm -hmm. every next step. And so if you recall, when I talked about TumbleBuzz, in order for me to continue doing what I was feeling like I was being called to do, I had to be okay with leaving that in the hands of other people. That's good. So um, trust. Mm. trusting other people with what you feel like God called what Mm -hmm. I feel like God called me to do. That was also a transition for me because it's like, okay, you gave me this and I worked hard on this and my name is on this, but God quickly showed me like, your name is not on anything. (laughs) You release that. And then I'm going to take you on to the next step. Right. And so that's kind of where I'm at in this space. Mm. So I think a big part of your, to answer your question is trusting other people. Mm. Um, That frees my time to Mm -hmm. continue doing the things I need to do. Um, but that was, again, a very difficult process. Yeah, I bet. No, that's that's yeah. good. That's good. I, but that's a gem. That's mm-hmm. a gem. Mm-hmm. And for, for somebody that's just starting, I feel like you were very hyper-focused and you knew what you wanted to do. But for somebody, that sacrifice might be loving hip-hop or mm-hmm. uh, Real Housewives of Potomac right. yep. or, yep. you know, one of your podcast episodes. On the way up here, um, I listened to uh, Valuetainment. I was listening mm-hmm. to Patrick oh, Bet- yes, David. Yes, I, I got that's the, my favorite. I love him. Yeah. I got the Valuetainment University and I was listening to mm-hmm. business strategy on my way up here. So instead of listening to my music or doing other stuff, right. I trade off that time. Yeah. And so I yeah. think that's another piece as well. Like when it comes to habits, you know, habits can be good or habits can mm-hmm. be bad. Absolutely. But when you develop a habit, you, mm-hmm. you stay consistent with it. So sure. and you don't you can't just stop a habit. Yeah. You got to replace a habit. Yeah. So whatever is taking up your time or Mm -hmm. keeping you from chasing your passion. Become your best self with bestself.co. They have 90 day journals, six month action plans, daily journals, gratitude cards, relationship cards, all kinds of things to help you become a better version of yourself. Visit bestself.co and use the code GAMAGE for 15% off your next order.
that thing has to be replaced with the passion Absolutely. for you to make up that time. Sure. Um, so last chapter for, for yeah, today, yeah. for today, because the <laughs> today. story ain't done. Right, right. But take me in the Wonder Academy. You got a hundred students, yes. you got 12 classrooms, mm-hmm. you got 20 plus staff. Yeah. Woo. I, I mean, I've been in business for a while. I've got a VA, you mm-hmm. know, they, they do great work for me. I've got two or three people that I work with. Couldn't imagine 20. Yeah. What, what was that like getting, you have a school mm-hmm. that we're in right now. Sure, sure. You got staff, you got, you got a lot going on. Yeah. How you do all that? <laughs> well, first of all, I'll say favor, right? I think the first answer is favor. I cannot say that it, you know, it's all Taylor. I never mm. take credit for that. Again, um, this is, I am just being a steward of what is given to me. So that's first and foremost. Mm. Um, I think, as far as like how to handle it all though, again, my big answer always goes back to trust. And mm-hmm. I think it's, it's God's way to make me almost understand how much we're supposed to trust him. I have to learn that through trusting other yeah. people. Yeah. Um, but as far as the journey of Wonder Academy, like I said, I was in my doctor program. I was, I started to toy with the idea of a brick and mortar location, but I was always so mobile and speaking and training and, and traveling. And I really enjoyed that. But, um, I feel like I was being called again to, to Indian Trail at that time, three years ago, uh, March 2020. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even familiar with what Indian Trail was. Mm-hmm. I really, really found the location, I think November of 20, excuse me. Yeah. November 2019 is when mm-hmm. I seen it like on the market or whatever, okay. um, or, you know, available. Yeah. And so started kind of toying with that. Long story past that, I, um, Went into March 2020 with a plan. Mm-hmm. I knew, just knew that, you know, I had called all the local places and I was like, you know, this might be a really great idea to go into. Everywhere is full. You know, mm-hmm. I have all this track record. You know, perhaps I can get some kids yeah. in the building and I can, you know, have a cool story for this preschool. Um, but what's funny about that is when I used to be an elementary teacher where I started, I used to always say, I'll never teach um kids that are younger than third grade, which mm-hmm. is like eight years old. And I used to always speak that always speak that out of my mouth. And I say that to say, be careful what you say, because God could have a whole nother plan for you. And you have to be open to Mm -hmm. those callings beyond what you think you're supposed to do. So anyways, back to the story. (laughs) I, um, in March, 2020, I had this master plan and then I got the keys to the location. So I'm all excited. Like, yay, here we go. I got my preschool. The next day I woke up to, uh, governor Cooper's, um, state of emergency mm. all over social media splattered everywhere COVID. yeah mm. and i'm just like okay i had heard about this covid but what exactly is this you know now that we're in a state of emergency here in north carolina let me put some focus on this and then i quickly realized that that was going to affect this new business that i had just mm. got the keys to the day before mm. and um it was very very difficult in that wow. season because i wound up sitting in this very empty building <laughs> cashing out all my savings, everything that I had worked hard for through Tumblebus mm, and all my books and all dang, my speaking and all my keynotes. I had dang. to, again, use everything that God had given me and I had to put it in another space wow. of trust and faith to wow. keep this building open. And so it's crazy to even say that because I remember sitting in this very space, the same office right here, crying. Mm. I mean, like straight up, like, dang. what am I supposed to do? Um, so fast forward, of course, to every, to every low is a high, right? God will bring yeah. you out from where, where he takes you. <clears throat> um, I wow. sat in the empty building, March, April, May, June, finally the state were able to send out their, uh, licensing regulators out cause they mm. wouldn't come out for four months because oh they're also goodness. afraid of COVID. So I couldn't Close, even, closed. yes, it was Damn. closed. I could not even operate the build the business legally <laughs> because they wouldn't even come to give me a license. Mm. 
finally in June, um, they kind of released some of those parameters and I was able to get some people to come out standing 12 feet away (laughs) saying yes or no and checking boxes so that I could get a license. Once I obtained that, I then knew the next hurdle was to obtain staff. Simultaneously that whole time, I wasn't able to find anybody to work because nobody was trusting a new business. Nobody was trusting a stranger. Nobody was trusting Mm. anything during COVID, period. So it was just and a very, more money to stay at home. I was getting more money to stay at home. But I knew that I had to be in this building, whether it was mm-hmm. just me creating some solutions, because otherwise I was cashing out money yeah. on every single thing to keep a 12,000 square foot building open in the midst of this time. Yeah. And I was determined not to shut down something that I knew God called me to. So I knew I had to continue wow. to push through that. Wow. Wow. That's um, that's something there. So, so God will put you through those tests and I forgot who said it, but they said life is like a pendulum mm-hmm. and you're only going to have as much success and glory and victory and gratitude and mm-hmm. satisfaction as you're willing to go through pain, despair, yes. depression mm-hmm. and defeat. And so you went through the pendulum, yeah. Dr. Taylor, you've you yeah, been yeah. through um, the pendulum. What do you feel like is the next step for you? What's next for the multi-passionate educator, mm-hmm. Wonder Academy, Dr. Taylor. I don't sure. know if that's one or if it's yeah, in, those yeah. three, three yeah. separate visions. Yeah, so I can kind of package it for you. Um, Wonder Academy, we're thriving now, you know, through the midst of all of that. Um, you know, we have 100 kids, as you stated. And so Wonder Academy is kind of sustaining itself now. Mm-hmm. I have um, administrators in place and 20 staff members. Mm-hmm. And so with that, I think that the goal for Wonder Academy is to can continue to obtain more children for our location. We are about half capacity. We can serve about a hundred more kids. So mm-hmm. that's definitely the focus here in this lane. Mm. Um, my other world is right now education and in the midst of, you know, tumble bus and writing books and things, I knew I needed a separate LLC. Mm-hmm. And so I opened up right now works, which houses right now education. And essentially that's where I do content curriculum, um, and, content development as well as professional development. Mm-hmm. So coaching content development is the three things. Coaching, content, content development. development. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> coaching next steps is to continue um providing more exposure to multi-passionate educator mm-hmm. and helping other educators who are very similar to me who might love education but have some other passion. Mm-hmm. And I have a few clients right now that I'm working with in pushing along their journey. Because again, yes, I've been through a lot. Yes, I've been in the low part of the pendulum, but God never takes you through anything if you're not willing to help other people. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I have a heart to help and also a passion to want to help. So that's really where that comes from. So I really want to continue to coach um, and make that happen. Mm. As far as um, content, yes, I want to continue creating um, children's content. I love to sing. I never want to let that gift of mine die. But I know that in the space of... um, children's literature there's a lot of opportunity Mm -hmm. especially for people of color children like to see people that look like them doing these types of things that they see in school every day so that's really important for me Mm -hmm. to never cease creation of educational content for children through books and music so coaching content the third one is (laughs) development um and those are the three pillars right because everybody's like multi-passionate you can't do it all and i understand that but um at a vertical you can Mm -hmm. if they somehow align you know i have a preschool where i can easily push educational content um and help other people to do the same so i do believe they they fall along the line um Cause I've been through that as well, where people try to say you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. And you know, I feel like that's just the enemy's attack on trying to get me not to do mm-hmm. what I know I'm called to do. Mm-hmm. So it's just three things. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just three things. Yeah. And people don't things. see the ideas don't stop. Like they're, they're not going to stop. I'm, right. You know, whether it's separate, independent, you know, put a thing that you can do that will make all those dreams come true. As far as like the, the next step, mm-hmm. the things that I want to do next, um, 
just continue being obedient. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I'm making a lot of re- like spiritual references, mm-hmm. but that's just what I stand on. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that's me. It's who I am. Mm-hmm. And again, when I know that I am following after a calling of something I'm supposed to do, that's just what's been carrying me all yeah. the way. And so as I get new ideas and as I get new opportunities, I'm going to keep on walking in mm-hmm. that very strict path mm-hmm. because that's what has led me here. Yeah. Um, and I can give you a, a street answer if I right. need to, but I hope <laughs> oh, that makes good. sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that that's in line with kind of know we both like the PBD podcast going through one of his courses. Now, I was actually kind of surprised. I went through like a sales systems class. Mm-hmm. Everything that he was talking about was internal. It was all yeah. intrinsic. Yeah. It wasn't he wasn't speaking spiritually, but he didn't talk about the six steps of sales or the seven steps of this and right, that. He right. talks so much about mindset, so much about attitude, mm-hmm. so much about focus, about discipline, about desire and passion. I'm like, yo, not at all what I was expecting, mm-hmm. but I got it. And Absolutely. Like from hearing that, I got some real downloads to do some upgrades in my sales system right. because I focused on myself first. And so I think there's a, there's a God in all of us and we're, you know, we're, he's the higher version of us. So if right. you can tap into that and mm-hmm. be disciplined and obedient, then you're going to see those improvements as well. Where, where sure. can the people find you? Yeah. So, um, you can find me, uh, at drtaylord.com. Um, and also at Dr. Taylor D with three underscores on Instagram is where I um, produce a lot of content. Also Taylor D kids TV for the, the children's content. Got so it, got it. Multi-passionate yeah. Dr. Taylor. I called you several things today, but yes. I'm respect, put some respect <laughs> on your name. Dr. Taylor. Thank you for your yes. time. Thank you. I thank, appreciate this. I appreciate this. Really cool. Very reflective. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I'm, definitely. I'm, I'm thankful for the gems that you share. So yeah. if you like this episode, share it, check out the multi-passionate. Definitely educator. multi-passionate educator. And we'll see you <laughs> next time. This is the dash, the dash. Thanks for listening to us on the Dash Podcast. I definitely hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you liked it, share it with a friend, share it with an educator, share it with someone who needs to hear the message from this episode. You can visit our website, seleducators.com, to learn more about our online courses and professional development training for schools and districts. We'll see you next time. This is the Dash.